Oh, good morning and good and welcome everybody to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and you can see this big old cheese smile because, man, this has been one heck of a weekend. Uh, obviously, we have great information that happened on Friday. The CMA did what the CMA was expected to do, and that is follow the rule of law. They have sided with Microsoft in regards to confirming that there will not be any industry harm if this deal is approved and it looks like it's going to be approved. The only thing on the table left, folks, is the fact that we're going to see what new cloud deals are coming in the form of uh, Brad Smith talking about that last week. He said other deals are going to be signed. And uh, listen, I mean, what, 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 what can I say other than the fact that uh, it's an exciting time for Xbox players uh, it's something that we have been uh, excited to to talk about since it was an, uh, originally uh, announced, but also, folks, uh, something that we are hoping concludes before the release of Diablo 4, which everyone was playing this week over the, the open, the full open beta was available. I saw lots of builds. I mean, the game looks so good. So again, M Mrs. Boom and I are going to give it the old college effort once it drops into Game Pass. And I would imagine that it is going to drop into Game Pass if this, if and when this deal is announced. I'm hoping before June, um, that would be pretty good. But ladies and gentlemen, let's let, let's get into uh, the introductions. Web Dave, I see you're rocking a double barrel gaming T-shirt. That looks mighty fine on you, fella. How you feeling? And thanks so much for supporting the channel. I'm feeling great. Well, well, it's the least I can do for all the support you give us, man. So. I, I love it. Looks really good, uh, even on my fat butt. But you know, but uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's awesome. Uh, great material too. I love it. So I'm gonna be wearing this for a long time to come. Um, also, man, I can't wait to get into these topics. It's gonna be big today. Everybody, uh, stick around today because it's uh, it's gonna get uh, it's gonna get deep. I have a feeling we're gonna really gonna get into it. I mean, I'm expecting uh, for us to have. Uh, a good conversation. Uh, and it's weird. I'm looking at the chat and there's nobody here, but there are people here. I'm trying to find it on YouTube and I don't see it. I don't know if YouTube chat, let me know if this is live in YouTube or not, because for some reason I can't see it on my phone. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but it's, it's typical YouTube. Uh, I don't think it's my software, but listen, Let's get into the other introductions, and we'll worry about that after. As long as you folks are here, and you can hear what's... Oh, so it is Smokey. Thanks so much, so much, brother. Six Slayer, thank you so, uh, for the uh, confirmation. And, of course, it might just be my crummy service here, because uh, we had a blackout. The whole neighborhood was dark for about 15 minutes. Pretty scary last night, but thankfully, we got our power back, and we're here talking Crazy Lou Gaming. What's going on, brother? All the way from the Dominican Republic, oh. brother. How's the weather, and how are you, more important? Oh man, it's super hot. We're getting into close to spring break, so that means beaches, lots of beer, lots of fun. And man, it's been an amazing weekend. And how the CMA woke up and chose the right side. Super happy today to join you guys on these hot topics because man, we're gonna get hot today and spicy. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, there's a there's a lot to get excited about. Um, I think. Uh, look, folks, this isn't. What we, do, what we do here in Double Barrel Gaming, if you're finding the channel for the first time, is it's not an us first them. Uh, I have gone out of my way to call Microsoft, specifically Xbox, to the carpet when they make a mistake. 
I like playing it fair. Uh, when they mess up, I come out, and I'm not over and hypercritical, but I give it to them straight. Uh, and that is why we know for a fact, and I was told this personally, that they listen to the show because they like the consistency and the honesty that is, uh, and you know, the fact that we don't really curse here. Uh, and I and I'm proud. I'm proud of that. That is that's not something that I take for granted at all. Um, today we're going to have a conversation that surrounds the gaming media once again, who has uh, wreaked its ugly head. We're going to talk about the Game Pass deal finally. Uh, the dollar deal being stopped by Microsoft worldwide after six years. Uh, we're going to get into uh, why Jim Ryan uh, and Sony have not and will not comment on the newest information coming out of the CMA report that they have uh, confirmed that there will not be any industry damage or harm. Um, and and some of the some of the in between bylines, folks, uh, that. It, it really does set up Sony in a bad way. Uh, Sony has been dependent on Call of Duty for uh, over almost a decade now. Uh, remember, they, they got marketing rights back in uh, 2013 or 2014 when they took over and Microsoft, you know, the, the leadership then wasn't doing a great job. And, and the people in charge uh, were hoping to kill Xbox as, as, as you know, as a brand. And thankfully, Phil Spencer, who was there, uh, was promoted in 2017. And we've seen, well, just look at what has, what has happened in the last five years. Um, but listen, Fuzzy Belvedere, brother, you should be excited. Here today, we're going to talk in great Xbox news. Mm -hmm. Something in the Forza families launching this week. And I know that yep. puts a big chassire cat smile on your face, brother. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm doing great. And man, this weekend was filled with Diablo 4 demo and just yep. a lot of gaming in general and some some good gaming news last week that rolls over into this week. But man, so excited to be here with you guys. A lot to say on some of these topics. So I can't wait to get into it. But man, thank you for everyone in the uh, the chat for joining us today, man. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Let, let, let's get let's get into uh, some of the shenanigans, if you will, that is uh, that has made its way to um, the interwebs. Now we learned um, that Microsoft was uh, in the process of stopping the dollar deal. Um, and listen, um, three months for a dollar is great, but at some point, you know. You, you have to you, you have to get back to it being regular price. And they've been running this for six years. Um, and uh, look, why why do I bring this up, folks? Why do I bring this up? Because uh, as per norm, whenever Xbox. Excuse me, uh, whenever there's positive Xbox news, it seems like the sharks of the gaming media start to circle as if it's a sinking ship. Um, and instead of celebrating the value that is Xbox Game Pass, and folks, listen, I, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I think that it's not spoken about enough, okay? Gaming is a hobby. Gaming is considered entertainment. And usually, for people struggling, who are trying to figure out life as it is right now, and it's very difficult financially for some, the first thing to go is entertainment. And that's that's sad. 
because I've told you my personal stories when I'm having a tough go at it. And sometimes I do. I just put the headphones on and I play my favorite game and I use Hogwarts, for instance. Um, sometimes I just want to fly around in my broom and look at Hogwarts and just and just, you know, fight a spider or fight a couple of bad wizards or do a mission. And you know what? The world's a better place. Well, Xbox Game Pass offers that and a bag of chips. And at $15 a month, you get over 500 titles, some of which are going to be the biggest games released in 2023. Starfield, Redfall, Motorsport, potentially Hellblade. Diablo might be in there. You know, there's going to there's gonna be tons and tons and tons of games in there. But take him uh, at First Adopter uh, uh, on Twitter. Uh, you know, now if you don't know who he is, he's a senior writer at Barron's prior. He, he worked prior as a tech uh, com, uh, columnist uh, at Bloomberg uh, and, well, you know, CNBC and buy side. And I wonder why he's not working there anymore. Well, as as expected, um, he's out there throwing shade at Xbox. And uh, he wrote this morning on Twitter. He posted his article at InsiderGaming.com where Xbox Game Pass dollar deal were removed globally. Uh, and he says, in a in very very simple factor, uh, that didn't take long. Now, I mean, what's what's long, folks? Is long <laughs> ten years? Is long thirty years? Is long a year? I I, I don't know. I, I I guess you know it, it varies to person to person. But I think six years offering a dollar deal to get people into your service is a pretty good run. So I I wrote to him and I simply said. Hey, first adopter, I'm curious. When has PlayStation ran a deal for PlayStation Now, uh, PlayStation Plus, or any of their PSN services? They haven't. Uh, yet the dollar deal ending after six years is an issue. You sound more like a five-year-old than a professional journalist. Come on, man, be better. Now, I bring that up because, well, I like bringing the receipts, as the kids like to say. And... You know who didn't report on what I'm about to read to you? Ty Kim didn't report on this. And I have a story pulled up from VGC. Now, again, one of my favorite places to get news. I, I love I love them over there. They occasionally they 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 kind of flop. We all do. But I, for the most part, I still still almost every day, you know, go to their site and look at their stuff because I do like what they're doing over there. Well, I pulled a report, folks, uh, from April. 27th of 2022, April of last year, almost almost a year. It was written and posted by Tom Ivan. I like Tom a lot over there. He does he does write and he's up to date with his stuff. You know what's really 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 interesting? Take Kim's report and I'm I, and I'm assuming, folks, you're going to start seeing the hit pieces continue to come out because this deal is going to get done, and everyone that is anyone that is a you know Sony loyalist is going to you know they're going to they're going to a pile on the rabbit, so to speak. Well, what I have in front of me, folks, is a report that Sony has reportedly blocked PlayStation Plus and PS Now subscription stacking. Wow. Is that, does that seem anti-consumer to you? Meaning that if you could get PlayStation Plus for a year for, I don't know, 33 bucks, like maybe you go to cdkeys.com or something, and you buy three of them, and you're like, you know what? PlayStation Plus is about to raise their prices. I'm going to lock in three years so I don't have to worry about it. 
Well, you know, if that was Xbox, they go ahead and let's let you uh, stack up 36 months worth, three years worth of Game Pass Ultimate. No problem. Lock it up. Not Sony, though. But you know who didn't write a story about Sony's anti-consumer behavior? Take him. He did not. But today he found it in he found it, you know, the power of the journal of, of, of journalism at its finest to get out there and talk about how this dollar deal is is being taken away is a bad thing. Folks, let me tell you something right now. At any given drop of a hat, if you're savvy, if you're even remotely savvy, you can go find the three months for Game Pass, which is 45 bucks for $33 pretty much anywhere. If you if you really, really want to get it for 30 bucks, 33 bucks, 35 bucks, you can go out there and you can find it. You know what Microsoft does? They let you put your code in, you're good. You buy four of them, you put your four, your, your four codes in, you're good. Up to three years stackable, but not Sony. Uh, Dave, I want, I, 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 I want to talk about it. And again, this is not a pile on the rabbit kind of situation. You know, he's entitled right. to his opinion, but he's still a knucklehead. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. you got to call the, You got to call the media out. I, I think he does me anyway. And he does a lot of people a service when, when, when you start to see these journalists come out here and they start writing these ridiculous, you, they expose themselves as being posers, not real journalists because journalistic integrity is actually a thing. He yep. does. He lacks it tenfold. Let's talk about it, brother. Well, you know his his perspective. Um, you know, is to like, why would he do such a thing? Um, because he's trying to get clicks. He's trying to get people to to view his content. Because right now, Sony's the market leader. There are more people that own Sony PlayStation than own an Xbox. Facts. That's, you just can't deny that. Mm-hmm. Um, but so right now, he's trying to cater to his audience. Is what he thinks. But, but it's not, it's not really, it's disingenuous because, you know, like you said, the deal's been on for six years that they've been able to do that. And they're changing it now because I believe from what the rumors are that there's going to be some kind of announcements maybe this week or you know, as soon as the, maybe the month you know, turns uh, that we're going to get uh, some kind of, um, hopefully it'll be something to do with, um, with the family plan or maybe this, um, you know, uh, ad supported plan, you know, that they might tie all these things together and, and they don't really need quote unquote, the dollar deal. There's also, mm-hmm. you know, rumored that they've been working on trying to get rid of the, the gold, you know, gains with gold level, uh, you know, in, in ways to, you know, ways to do that, to make it, um, more cohesive, uh, to game pass and to, you know, and to make it like a, here's a simple level of tiers for game pass. And, um, you know, I mean, my son, I love him to death, but he's been known to, you know, Ooh, when can I get a dollar? Let his thing run out and he'll be like, Ooh, a dollar. I can fire up again. And he'll, he'll do that. You know, get a, get a month or so of game pass for a buck, but he is on a budget. So, you know, and if they made it available to do that, then I don't see a problem with that. And like you said, they have a, they do have a restriction of three years. So that's, you know, that's pretty fair, you know? To, to do uh, i'm waiting on the the game pass um family plan to come out but i kind of had to kick my account down the road another three months well four months because if you, you have it set up for if it's auto pay then it gives you a free month for doing that um so that uh, hopefully they'll make the announcement of the of the family plan then i'm going to en- encompass 
my son, my daughter, my wife, everybody yep. into one plan, and that'll be yep. to us the best benefit. Um, but they haven't made that announcement yet in the U.S., so I'm still kind of waiting. But my plan was actually getting ready to run out this at the end of this month. So I went ahead and uh, and went ahead and, like I said, kicked the can down by just buying three months because I figured, you know, it's worth it because I don't want to lose out. I don't want to miss out on those great content coming. There's some big stuff coming real soon, like this this week. So it's crazy. Love it. Love it. Love it. But uh, but yeah, I, I I think his um you know his article. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, it's it's definitely something that uh, you know he's he's just being clickbaity as far as I can tell. That it's just a you know it's not a not a real uh, genuine type uh, article. Uh, I mean, you know, if, if that's his standard for article, you know, why didn't he go into into deeper depth and talk about what you said? You know, if you're going to bring out this as like, you know, what Microsoft is, you know, removing this dollar deal, then maybe the flip is like, you know, you know, remember when Sony did, you know, did this where they wouldn't let you stack any plans at all. So it's just, you know, it, it, it is what it is, but it is, it definitely is not something that, uh, um, you know, there really needed to be, you know, this big article like it's you know like oh no the world's coming to an end microsoft is you know and then there were people that were some fanboys that were retweeting his article his post you know and then including the cma and all this stuff on it like oh yeah that's who they're gonna change their mind because of this <laughs> sorry i just it's just uh silliness what it is yeah, it's it's unfortunate because, uh, like I explained, I did pull the story from VGC, uh, and uh, they did have an update to it where uh, Sony has confirmed um, that it has in fact disabled PlayStation subscription extensions ahead of its service revamp, which you still can't uh, stack, at least mm -hmm. as far as I know. Uh, and uh, look, it's their their response to everyone's outrage was due to the upcoming changes in PlayStation Plus subscriptions. Currently, PS Plus stacking is not available as we remove the ability to do, to do that. Now, this was a story. It's an old story. It's over a year old, or it's almost a year old. Um, I didn't see many of the media covering that, to be quite honest with you. Uh, so when I see a story like this from Tay Kim, I'm disappointed because for every horrible move that Sony does... It's like everyone puts on the blinders, the horse blinders, and they just go. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the um, anytime there is any uh, suggestion of the fact that there might be, you know, questionable. And I, I actually don't think this is questionable news, uh, Crazy Lou Gaming. I think this is business. I think that you can only offer a discount for so long. At some point, the the program has to stop. I I, I don't know personally what you think because we're going to get that information now do you think that six years of of the dollar deal being worldwide is enough yes i think that's enough i mean i'm gonna say something though it's it's when these come when these um services come out for example let's let's go let's talk a little bit about netflix right netflix used to give you a free month wasn't yep. it and then started charging spotify used to do the same thing um Disney Plus has their thing. I mean, all these services that come out, they come out with a promotion thing. And that's a way to get you to jump to their service and test it. If you like it, you stay subscribed. If you don't like it, you just go ahead. And all you did was just lose your free month. And that's about it. But 
six years that's a long time and and hey i think that it's been enough and the funny thing is is that what you're saying is how the media wants to make it like it's a bad news like yeah it's 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 not good it's not that you know like oh they're taking that away you know why i mean seriously they, they've been flexible with us for for a long time a dollar for game pass that's amazing not only that if you if you stack up um what is it 36 months of gold and you you paid that 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 um that that one month of game pass or whatever with that dollar you got three years of game pass i mean seriously what else do you want with the what else do you want microsoft to do i mean they've been giving you so many good options for you to sit down and enjoy this service and if it's enough yes it's enough i mean it's been a long time six years is a long time so yeah they got to switch around the strategy because hey they, they got to start earning they got to start figuring out a way how to earn that money back you know with this game pass thing because yeah we love it you know we love that it's simple and and we love that it's not that expensive and still even though the dollar is off. $15 a month is not expensive, especially for everything they are giving you. I mean, you got EA, you got, um, what else? Maybe, maybe in the near future, probably get Ubisoft Plus added to it. Maybe for those $15, that's amazing. Not only that, you can play your computer, you got the cloud, you got all that stuff. So again, that's an amazing price. And not only that, they keep putting great titles on it. They keep bringing up great titles. They keep refreshing. So yeah. I'm, I agree. They, sh they should take it away. It's, it's time to take it away, and it's time, you know, to start charging regularly, or, or, or if not, come out with something new for people to go ahead, you know, and say, okay, this is better. Like for example, the family plan, which we are all, all waiting for, which is also a good price, which is what five dollars for each person, up to that's up it. to five people at five dollars a piece, which is five dollars a piece. That's remarkable. That's remarkable. Yeah. So yeah, so I don't understand what the fight is, but yes. It's time to get that offer off and keep on going. Yeah, I agree. I mean, look, folks, I, 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 every time I say the words Xbox Game Pass, I wish a dollar would be somehow magically put into my bank account because I'd probably be a millionaire at this point. Uh, that's not, in fact, the case. I, I, I am a fan of Game Pass, and I keep that. Why I'm tra so transparent on social media and on the channel is because I want you to understand that the work that we do behind the scenes to get this show running for each one of the five shows that we do live per week is done with the ideology of honesty and integrity. Okay. When Microsoft closes the, the, the $70 billion deal, Mrs. Boomstick and I are not getting a, a, you know, an, a, a, our own island in the Caymans. We're not getting a house paid for us. I'm happy because that is going to then enrich the already ridiculous amount of games that I get in Xbox Game Pass. And I come at it from a personal level as a retiree. And I'm proud to be retired because some people don't get that. I'm very, very fortunate. My pension is great, but it has a ceiling. And Xbox Game Pass allows me to enjoy high-quality games from indies made by one person to team of 2000 and that's what we're talking about somebody want to say something oh i wanted to add something too okay please how, how many games is microsoft developing right now that's the mm. quick math how many games is microsoft i want to say that it's got to be in the high 30s maybe 40s okay they let's have say, a lot of games in development let, 
let's say 40, right? And let's times it by 70. That's the price of charging. That's $2,800, guys. And if you divide that by 180, that's what Game Pass charges you ultimate a year. That's 15 years of Game Pass right there. Do the math. I mean, seriously. Look how much money you're going to be saving. <laughs> if you buy all those games, that's 15 years of Game Pass worth right there. Not kidding. You. I, I got I got a better number for you. For, uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to bring this question over because again, value is subjective, right? If you, your, your value might be less than mine, might be more than mine, and that's what's great about these shows. We can come out and have an adult conversation. Fuzzy, I, I have a number in front of me, uh, and it's a staggering number. Um, so I like I, I love numbers because, like I say, we can argue points of view. You can have a different opinion. You can enjoy a brand better than I do. That's that's I love that. I love that. That's why we podcast, folks. Mm -hmm. But you can't argue the numbers. Very hard to argue numbers because they're facts, folks. So I have numbers in front of me, and I do a lot of calculating and a lot of searching behind the scenes while I'm doing this live. So I pulled up just for shits and giggles for the conversation of the value of Xbox Game Pass in 2022, last year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so last year, Xbox Game Pass saw the addition of 220 new games worth $7,173. Okay, this was posted uh, and confirmed on December 30th of 2022 as we closed out last year. Very, very hard to argue that it's $15 a month uh, is not worth your time or, more importantly, your money. And the fact that the dollar deal is going away, I'm of course I'm saddened by that because, you know, some people want to start it. Maybe people are going to find the service for the first time, but that is where Xbox Game Pass friends and family are going to come in because I have, mm -hmm. I have friends that I'm going to add to it that are not, quote-unquote, diehard gamers. But I'm going to add them because, well, $5 a month, I'm not worried about it. You know what I'm saying? Let's, yeah. let, 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 let's talk about this ridiculousness on how instead of highlighting and writing a, a rah-rah article for Xbox Game Pass and its value and how Microsoft and Xbox do put the consumer first to, <laughs> well, the, do the dollar deal is done and, well, that, that was fast. Well, I mean, it's kind of obvious. Take him as shown his his favoritism for a particular brand, and you know, in the famous words of Everborn Saga, charge them more. I mean, yeah. <laughs> when it mm -hmm. comes to Indeed. some of those in on the Twitter spaces and such that you know champion the PlayStation brand, they have no problem paying you know more money. In fact, some of them have said they've been willing to pay more than seventy dollars per game. Kudos to them, but um, for the rest of us that have common sense and, and like to stretch our dollar as far as it can, depending on whether, you know, you're working or retired, you, you want your money to basically work for you at some point. And the dollar deal going away, all right, that's fine. You know what? Six years, that's plenty of time. And I look at it this way. If you didn't sign up at that point somewhere within that six-year time for that dollar deal, shame on you. I mean... Come on, like if if you're going to have uh, like even stores like for PC with Epic where they give away games and you didn't at least sign up for a couple of free games. Shame on you. That's your loss. Not, you know, anyone else's at that point. But, you know, considering Microsoft still has other options, like before they even do the family plan, which I'm 
eagerly looking forward to here within, you know, as soon as they announce it here for the States, you still have Microsoft Rewards, which, yeah, I know PlayStation has their rewards program thing or whatever, but I think last time we looked at it, you have to spend $6,000 to get like $60 worth of stuff or like uh, it, it's some like ridiculous out of proportion type of thing. Um, but with Microsoft Rewards, you know, and that's what I've been using for like the past couple of years to just kind of pad my my stack of years of Game Pass. It's like, oh, you could use searches on Bing or do a quiz or, or answer questions on a poll or just do random searches. And now, given that they have that Bing AI out there, it's like, come on. Like, I used to be hardcore, use Google search only and Bing for my occasional points. But now with the Bing AI... Google's kind of going on the wayside. And this is somebody that used to do SEO for, for uh, uh, aftermarket automotive companies. So it, it it goes to show you that Microsoft still has options. If you're on a budget or if you're looking to save a few bucks and who isn't, I mean, to be honest, there are still options out there, but you know, fingers crossed, we get announcement of this family plan here soon. Uh, also, you know, they'll probably figure out some sort of way if Ubisoft is still around, fingers crossed they stay around for a while, hopefully Ubisoft Plus makes it into the service or, you know, it's like a, a couple of buck add-on type of thing for like a vault system or something like that uh, for access to some of their, their you know, legacy titles and such. But uh, it, it always amazes me when, you know, people that aren't necessarily fans of the brand want to point out, oh, well, that didn't do so well, or, oh, that went way quickly. And it's like, but you're the same ones that used to use the whole dollar thing as a, ah, look, Microsoft is desperate for customers, and they still have that dollar thing. Mm -hmm. They they made it to 30 million customers, paying customers in a lot of cases. So that dollar thing, yeah, it gets you in the door, and then you realize you're saving seven grand a year or However many grand, whether you're a casual gamer or a hardcore gamer, you're saving money annually in comparison. And sure, yeah, you don't keep your games. But other than like a handful of special games, how many people really go back to games that they've beat, especially like a one and done per se? Like most of your multiplayer games that haven't gone free to play that are in that service. Yeah, I could see you totally wanting to revisit that game at some point. But then that's where Game Pass comes into play, where you get the discount on the game. So you've subscribed to the service. You enjoy the game enough. Oh, they say a year later, we're pulling it from the service. You get it for like, you know, pennies on the dollar in comparison. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's just it's so much value. And yeah, I know we're, we're not sponsored or this is not an ad or anything like that. Just me as a gamer that, you know, wants my money to go as far as possible. I recommend subscribing for the service. Whether you missed out on the dollar deal or not, it's still well worth the value versus, you know, spending seven grand in games, which not too long before Game Pass. I mean, I wasn't spending seven grand in a year, but I was spending a couple grand in a year, especially when you yeah. have a few teenage boys and they like a few video games that they play for a week or two and then drop and never go back to again. So it's like. Yeah, uh, that's boys I'm for you. This, this, this program. So, but oh uh, man. Uh, man, listen. It's fun. Uh, first of all, great points, and I'm glad you brought up the Ubisoft uh, Plus because again, this is going to be a slight transition into the big story of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a rumor that popped up yesterday. Now, I don't know, and I don't know who the who the, the the guy on Twitter is. I've never heard of him. Apparently, he he's done leaks before. Um, 
Ubisoft Plus, we know it's coming. We just don't mm-hmm. know when. Uh, a lot of us thought it was going to be announced during the digital uh, event that Microsoft had a couple of uh, um, about a month ago, month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, that didn't happen. Um, and we know that it was announced uh, last year and we're still waiting. We know that um, what Ubisoft Plus is, is very similar to Xbox Game Pass in the sense where um, you pay a monthly fee. And I believe that the fee uh, on PC where it's available right now is I think I think it's $15 a month. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong, if it's if it's a little bit more money um, and you get all the games day and date and you get all the DLC, which is awesome. Um, now the only thing we're waiting on obviously is when it's launching into the service. And we have had that list of a hundred games coming when it does. That was a, the, mm-hmm. the leaked list that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Um, but now the new rumor folks is, uh, it's coming in April. Now, April is a week away. Um, we don't know when in April, uh, I don't know if it's mid April, end of April, start of April, but we know that, it, uh, that the service is coming to, um, to xbox now the question the question folks is whether or not it's going to go and become a part of xbox game pass now that that's the interesting now i i again I'm, I'm speaking for myself i can't speak for you as a consumer i'm a ubisoft fan i know they haven't done some great things uh they certainly haven't treated their employees any better uh and that's you know that's that's a really big problem um they're on the cusp folks uh so someone is going to swoop in and buy ubisoft there's there's no doubt about it. It's not going to be Sony because we know that they only have five. And I I say this with respect. I'm not trying to be facetious. <laughs> Four until the, the end of the fiscal year, which is next year, they only have $5 billion left to spend on acquisitions. And that's all of Sony, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment. That's not that's not just locked down the PlayStation. That is across the board. Uh, they've made some heavy investments uh, one of which was uh, the $3.6 billion investment into Bungie. Uh, and Sony PlayStation has bought a lot of smaller developers, like Haven, for instance, was, I think, a great get for them because Jade Raymond is an incredible leader. I think she's whatever she's working on is going to be fantastic. I cannot wait to play it. Um, so it's not going to be... Um, it's not going to be Sony. A lot of people are saying, hey, Microsoft. Hi, folks, I... I don't know if, if I'm Phil Spencer. I don't know if I ever want to do any kind of deal like this ever again because I'm sure that his grays are popping out because mm-hmm. of this ABK deal. Um, so I mean, again, we're not going to really talk so much about that. Uh, as I just wanted to make, you know, just like a, a, an announcement, you know, that the rumor is that Ubisoft Plus is uh, potentially going to happen in April. I can't wait for it to happen. Um, now, again, speaking to my speaking for myself as a consumer. I'm hoping that like EA's uh, play that is a part of the service. Um, I don't know how that works out with dollars and cents. I know that Ubisoft had to cancel a lot of games that closed down a lot of studios. So they're hurting for money. I don't know if Microsoft comes in and drops a giant bag or a couple of bags over there to say, Hey, listen, let's put it into the service for our customers at no, at no extra cost. Uh, for X amount of years, and then people will start paying, or they're going to allow it into Xbox, and it's going to be a separate service, maybe the $15 a month. Um, if you're a Ubisoft fan, as I am, who plays all the Assassin's Creed's and all the different games that they come out with, then it's worth it for me. It may not be worth it for you, 
I mean, they haven't really been releasing a lot of games, and we just heard that the, the next Assassin's Creed might be delayed along with their new racer. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on at Ubisoft. So really, it's gonna, it's gonna, the value proposition of what they're offering is going to be entirely up to you. I hope that it's in the service. Um, but I, I do want to quickly transition over to a poll that was put out by our very good brother and friend, John Wolfe. Uh, and it's gonna we're gonna segue into the big story about how SIE, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment, uh, PlayStation, and Jim Ryan have issued a no comment in regards to the CMA's uh, uh, admission that there's not going to come any any harm to the gaming industry, specifically in console, where right now PlayStation reigns supreme. And he put out a poll this morning. It has about 200 people that uh, that 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 clicked on it. Uh, and I, I'm going to retweet it because I think people should answer the question. He simply asked, uh, is Sony going to sign the deal this week? And I want to get the chat involved in this because uh, for me personally, I answered a big, big, gigantic capital N-O. Um, and, I, and, I, and I'll explain why. Sony's ridiculous arrogance is why they're not going to sign the deal. Uh, if they do, they're going to look weak at, at investors. Their stock was tumbling on Friday. I don't know if it continued to tumble or it had made a comeback. I haven't checked the, I haven't checked the market as of this morning. Uh, we know that Microsoft's stock went up. We know that ABK's stock went up. Um, we know that investment from uh, that community is more people are, are looking to buy into it because the deal is going to go through. When did the deal is going to go through? Is it April? Is it May? Is it June? What's going on with the FTC is a complete joke. Uh, there's a there's a, a bill on the floor right now uh, that was written and uh, published by Senator Warren, which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read in my entire life. Uh, she does not want to allow for any deals over five billion, which is why. Sounds more like a dictatorship than a democracy, in my opinion. But we're not going to go there, folks. I hate, I hate politics. It's mm-hmm. filthy. But I do want to ask the question, folks. I'm going to. I'm throwing this out there to the chat. Let us know in the chat. Let's get involved here. Um, how do you think this is going to play out this week? Does Sony? Because I'm telling you right now, Sony on Friday when this deal, when this information came out, and again, I don't know if they were notified before. They were sent scrambling. This, 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 this was one of those situations where papers are flying up and people are running back and forth because they don't know what to do with themselves. Sony banked big on the CMA blocking this deal. I there were days I said this in the private uh, in the green room before we went live. There were days I got up and I read something from the CMA and I'm like, man, this is going to get blocked because they had Sony. They got uh, they, they, Sony has a CMA in their pocket. Honestly, I, I said it from the beginning and I, I don't take it back. If this deal would have went any way other than it's going, there would have been collusion or corruption because the, the stats just you can't argue the stats. I'm going to I'm going to roll reverse it. I'm going to go first to Fuzzy on here. Fuzzy, mm-hmm. the question, the hot take question of the day, does Sony sign the deal this week? <laughs> and uh, why do you think that? Yes or no? I, I'm going to say no. And I think it has to do kind of like what you're saying. It's it's their pride at this point there. If anything. In in the history of Sony, one thing that has always stood out has been their pride. Even when 
they're clearly in the wrong or something traumatic has happened, like the hack in, what was that, 2012, 2011 or something like that? Yeah, it was awful. It, it yeah. took them forever to respond. And then and only then did they finally apologize. Um, so their pride is not going to allow them to sign that deal. They would just as soon let Microsoft not put it on their platform or deny Microsoft being able to put it on their platform just to, I guess, send a message that they're not bending the knee in any way, shape or form. I don't think that that would be wise. I don't know if they're going to go quite that far to block it being on their platform, because that would be kind of like, you know, shooting yourself in the foot, but them signing a deal. Nah, I don't, I don't think they do it. Uh, if there is a deal at any point, it may be after the fact, once the deal is closed, they go into some sort of contractual thing. Uh, but prior to that, whatever, you know, Brad Smith is walking around within his pocket or his briefcase. Yeah. They ain't, they ain't touching that. So pride is a, a, a big <laughs> issue, I think, for them in this regard. But we'll, we'll see. I, I just hope in, in the grand scheme of things, cooler heads prevail on Sony's side and they at least either come to the table or they have like the best ultimate you know plan B in the background where they can go ahead and announce SOCOM being ready to release or something. I, and I, I hope that. so, dude. Let, I, as I, listen, folks, I'm a Sony fan. I, I okay. Let, let me rephrase it. Mm-hmm. I'm a PlayStation fan, but I hate Sony. Yeah. I do. I'm pulling a mag here. He says <laughs> it all the time. And that, that guy is Mr. Platinum. Um, I hate their business practices, but I'm waiting for the announcement of a SOCOM. How mm-hmm. dope would that be, folks? That a deal like the like like. like and again, it makes you wonder, why did it take the a $70 billion deal for Sony to come bring a, a new SOCOM? Because yeah. they got lazy. Yeah, they got dependent on something that they didn't have to expend a lot of resources on. Basically, it was like easy income, not the point of direct you know, reflection on Apple. But to some extent, it's kind of like Apple with their store and with gaming in general. They don't need a, a a console. I mean, everybody has one. Well, not everybody, but almost everybody has one of their phones in their pocket or in their household. And all they got to do is subscribe to Apple Arcade and they make money. It's like that that old saying. It's like we have a plan and then, you know, equals money or whatever. And it's like they just figured out how to do it without really getting their hands dirty. And, and Sony was kind of looking at that same thing with Call of Duty. They just decided, hey, it's easier for us to rely on that than to put a studio together that can consistently release content that the fans will enjoy. But, you know, I, I, I have some suggestions for Sony. I don't really want to give them to them because they're a lot of the studios that are within their budget. Um, I enjoy their games currently being multi-plat and I know Sony would probably pursue not making those multi-plat, but yeah, they, they definitely need to work on a SOCOM or, or something in that range where, something different than Call of Duty, something a little bit different than what's out there now to at least have that draw. So that way, when you're tired of playing Call of Duty for the night, you can switch over to their game and then back and forth, you know, as time goes on. But yeah, they need to do something as far as first person shooter or even third person shooter or something to kind of just keep them in that loop where it's something that they can hold the chest and, you know, 
draw more you know fans in for that genre into their their platform if they're not already there or at least maintain the ones that are there well i mean listen obviously they you know they have they have leaned on the success of call of duty i, I mean mm-hmm. they said it to, to help fund first party game development which is wow i mean that, that's that's pretty crazy like you would yeah. depend on third party uh profits instead of you know your own first party games it's a bit shocking to me um socom when that was announced uh would be would be the talk of the town because a lot of people have been waiting for a new socom mm-hmm. uh and uh, it, it, it by all rights if it's done correctly uh, it could draw in a ton of people that might have been disenchanted with the fact that call of duty is now owned by Xbox because that's probably going to happen. Now I'm going to be honest with you. I, I don't think sales are going to be hurt on uh call of duty. Uh, you know, if you're a place, if you want to stay on PlayStation, I think you're just going to buy the game like you've always done. Um, Cause nothing is going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it's a shame that we have not, we don't have a SOCOM. Uh, it's a shame that we don't have a factions for that. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's another one that's a bit of a, a bit of a conundrum. Talk about that for a hot second. Would that be a big deal or a big announcement? I, I think it would. And I, I've been in like various like uh, Twitter chats and things like that. Like factions, I think could be huge for them in the sense that it was probably the most appealing multiplayer first party thing that they had going on in a very long time uh, when it came to the original. Um, you know, Last of Us. I mean, the ones for like the Uncharted series for like Uncharted 4 was pretty decent, but I don't think it had the staying power that the factions did. But having something like that now, especially with the popularity of the show and they're going to go into another season and, you know, the the remake or the re-release of the game and so forth. I think those are all the perfect storm to really lean into factions. And one of the things I was I was talking to some people in chat about was that Maybe they could do an episodic side story stuff. So you have the multiplayer. I wish they would make it free to play. I doubt they'll make it free to play. They'll probably charge you 70 and whatnot. But anyway, do a episodic thing every three to four months if you can and have that go along with the updated seasons. And in doing so, that episodic stuff, don't charge for it. Make it included with your, you know, PS Plus extra or PS Plus as an premium. advantage, as a bonus. That's a great idea, dude. Yeah. I love it. Love it. And and I think one that helps draw people to your service, and two that keeps people engaged in that game. So, I I know there's you know smarter people at Sony as far as when it comes to game design and all that stuff, but that's just my two cents on something that they could do that's a little bit different. That would probably be huge for their end where the Sony diehard wouldn't necessarily miss Call of Duty if they choose to boycott or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping they, they get back to like what we used to call weird Sony or just more creative Sony again and, and lean on some of their own IPs in doing so. I agree. I agree. Uh, fuzzy, uh, fuzzy, crispy. Uh, wow. I am out of, I'm out of sorts today. Crazy Lou gaming. I- this is what happens when I'm trying to read and do a podcast at the same time because I want the, the stats in front of me. Crazy Lou Gaming, let's let's get your hot take on this. Uh, 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 Fuzzy Belvedere has some really, really interesting things to, uh, to say about it. Wh- where do you fall? Do, do, do you think that there is a certain pride 
type of a situation going on because Sony, you know, is a Japanese-based company, and we know the Japanese people. We love them. Very prideful in their work. Uh, very, very prideful, and that's what you you got. You got to love that about them, right? Um, and when it comes to business, they they they're very much. Uh, they like crossing all the T's and dotting all the I's. Um, and they don't like dishonor. And we also know that something that was being banked on as much as it was would be considered a big, big, like, you know, they, they don't like to bend the knee, so to speak. Um, I don't know what happens to Jim Ryan after this. A lot of people, I, I was in the camp, they're going to give him a raise because he did what you would expect a president and CEO of PlayStation to do. He was go trying to get this deal blocked because he wants his investors to have confidence in him as a leader. And he wasn't going to take no for an answer. So he did everything. He lobbied here, there, and everywhere. And we know that he has in, uh, a significant amount of, uh, of influence, if you will, in the UK, in the EU. And you know, I'm happy to say that the rule of law, you know, the facts are what's being used for the CMA and the EU's decision. Now, the FTC, well, that's that's a horse of another color, and we'll cross that bridge on this show and many other of my shows, uh, uh, you know, once we get there. But um, obviously, yes, he is the CEO and president here, but ultimately, uh, Sony Japan is going to have the final say on this. Do you think that they signed the deal, or do you think they just... They don't say anything because right now we know that they haven't said anything. And we're going to get into that in the back end of this. Are they signing this deal this week? It depends. It, it, it depends because here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, you can be very prideful and, and you know, be the way you are. But, hey, money is money. So yeah, business is business. Business yep. is business. That's the truth. And, and I don't say something. They probably right now are sitting and looking at this. They opened a book and said, okay. If we don't sign, how much will we lose? How much is going to happen? Or they're trying to sit down and think on how they're going to negotiate with Microsoft, probably. I'm, I'm just saying it depends because, again, it all depends. By this week, now nah, they're not going to sign because they got a lot of stuff to sit down and analyze. They got a lot of numbers to look at. They got a lot of things to say, okay, hey, um, Microsoft this and this and that, or just say, hey, let's just not sign this. Because at the end of the day, if they were getting funded by Call of Duty to make their games, right? I mean, that's what's said out there. I mean, they got to sit down and look at those numbers before they make any decision. Because, hey, if they, if they say no, then, okay, I understand. Because they probably won't be losing as much, you know? But if they, like they say, hey, we're funding our first-party titles with this, then they are making a buckload of money. They're making a lot of money. And, yeah, they got to be right now sitting down, analyzing, looking through those books, looking through those numbers to see. And also, I bet you they're looking at them at that contract that Microsoft has given them. I bet you they are looking at it right now, reading through it and analyzing word by word to see if it's worth it for them or not or to start down and negotiate. So, yeah, it all depends. But by this week, nah, they got a lot of stuff to sit down and analyze because this hit them really really hard i mean they were not expecting this hit this was a big hit this weekend and really shrunk them down the size right there it was, it was a major bust for them right there yeah it's uh it's it's i mean listen 
I don't know if they signed the deal. I, I still think that they're not going to sign the deal. Uh, and this isn't the same ideology as Gabe Newell and Steen. Like, mm-hmm. When asked and pressed by the investigation into the ABK merger, they told regulators, we don't need a deal. Microsoft always does what Microsoft said they're going to do. And if they say they're going to put it onto Steam, it's going to go onto Steam. Now, obviously, Gabe Newell didn't always talk highly of Microsoft. You know, he worked for them many, many years ago, and he didn't always have a, a good relationship with them. And that was because of some of the past leadership. Well, things have changed significantly under Satya Nadala for Microsoft and specifically for Xbox under the leadership of Phil Spencer. Um, and uh, it's, look, um, I, I don't know if they need to sign the contract, um, but there is some stuff that if you, like I said, read of what the CMA says. Microsoft is no longer backed into a corner here, folks. They have all the power. The powerless one is PlayStation. So, you know, obviously, I, I will say this. If, and then this is, maybe this is being a little bit fanboy. I don't know. And, you know, if I am, please, by all means, call me out. Call me to the carpet. I'll answer. Uh, if I'm Microsoft, we heard that one of the original deals was 10 years, parity, no exclusive content anywhere. Meaning that if you play on Xbox, you're going to get the same content as you get PlayStation, Nintendo, Steam, wherever, right? And they were even offering it into PlayStation Plus. This is what I would do for the PlayStation Plus. No, that's taken off. That's that. We don't have to do that. We're not doing that. We're not giving you that because we want people to to to, to subscribe to Xbox Game Pass. Now, uh, even if it was offered into uh, PlayStation Plus Premium, which again I, I I do want to bring to the table, Sony PlayStation doesn't even put their own first party games day and date into the platform. Why should Microsoft put Call of Duty day and date into their platform unless they're paying them millions of dollars? 700 million, 800 million per year. Uh, you know, they would have to they would have to pay up because we know that uh PlayStation was the number one place for Call of Duty last year. The numbers don't lie, folks. They made a ton of money. So if I'm going to put my game that I own into your system and onto your platform and I'm trying to sell Game Pass, well, in order to make up the people that are not going to join Game Pass, you're going to have to pay through the nose. So if that's the case, I don't offer it to them. But Dave, I want to get your, you know, Dave, if you don't know Web Dave, he's in the quote unquote business of banking. So he's our numbers guy, if you will. Dave, on a pure numbers basis. Yep. Does Sony sign the deal this week? Well, um, as someone actually noted in the chat, um, they really don't have to come to the table to sign a deal until 2024. They have a deal in place right now till 2024 that Microsoft will honor for sure. In that amount of time, you know, I mean, they could, they could just go ahead and sign. It is possible for sure. 
Um, they want to try and get this behind them and, and move on. But I think they want to be the thorn in the side as long as they can. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, there's some other things that were kind of, um, I guess, was it was a something that was released, it was redacted last week. Uh, that was released some of the some of the things that the, uh, Sony was saying, but there was like some side notes at the bottom. They didn't they didn't reject by mistake. The CMA <clears throat> talking about um, the possibility of some of some of the games uh, that Microsoft will own possibly being worked on for their VR. So maybe they try and you know get what they can out of this deal to maybe get them to make them, you know a quote-unquote maybe a call of duty version vr experience for their system to help you know build up and promote their their vr that's always a possibility don't not saying it's going to happen but i mean and i mean i know um was it they're they actually there's a vr mode um right now um for elder scrolls um so that's definitely um, a possibility that something like that you know could be done uh for them but um but yeah is it going to get signed? Uh, straight up question. Um, I mean, at some point they probably will. If they don't sign, will that mean that they won't be on PlayStation? No, unless you know PlayStation actually, you know, goes in and uh, you know tries to stop it, which they wouldn't because they make a lot of money off of it. So, so you can you know technically they can kind of ride the ride the current deal out in, until twenty twenty four. And then, then kind of see see what happens. But if they stay away from the table too long, you know, if things really looking good for Microsoft in those, you know, the, that time limit, I guess that time zone, I guess, then, um, you know, then Microsoft, you know, doesn't necessarily have to continue to offer, you know, the 10-year deal. They may, you know, cut it down to, you know, five-year, two-year, you know, come talk to us every year now. You know, really, we really don't know at this point. Yeah. But it's looking no, it's really, it's it's looking really good. So, you know, I like what you put out there. Uh, if they wait too long, and Microsoft, you know, this is this is one of the, this is one of those Lando Carissian, Darth Vader situations <laughs> yep. where they froze Han. They're like, be 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 thankful. I don't change the deal any further. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. You know, if everyone is signing deals, and I, I am going to say this, um, uh, what is his name? Something Shaw X on uh, on. He's 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 a he's a head of Microsoft Communications. Um, I'll, I'll get him in a, in a hot second. And uh, he has said something on Friday morning, which we 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 you know politely mentioned um, that uh, hey journalists. Uh, sorry if you've been, you know, overly busy covering Microsoft the last couple of weeks in regards to the <laughs> ABK deal. More information is it will be coming this week. Sorry, which means that uh, we, we're expecting some big news this week. We don't know what that news is going to be. Um, I would openly suggest that based on what Brad Smith, president of Microsoft, said that, uh, in, you know, in regards to the uh, cloud situation, because, again, for the EU commission, and the uh, CMA, the only concerns uh, for their investigation in regards to the ABK merger is cloud. And Microsoft has basically said Call of Duty can go to any cloud service that has the ability to play the game. We know that they signed 10-year deals with NVIDIA. That was huge. Uh, Boosteroid was another one. 
Uh, and Brad Smith himself said that there are other deals that they're currently working on right now that will be announced shortly. So I would imagine that once that's done on April 26th, the CMA will, of course, uh, levy their decision to approve the deal. Uh, we know that the, the EU commission is in, uh, in May. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the FTC now. I, I, I think that the more that this continues forward, uh, the administrative judge overseeing the FTC uh, case right now, I don't think it gets passed there. I think he throws it out. And uh, I think that they, they're going to I think actually they said they would close over the FTC anyway. And I think that the, the gamers lawsuit that was thrown out on Friday, pretty much that used all of the basis for the FTC's case for their own was laughed out of court. That just goes to show you. But look, I, 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 I want to keep this moving along, but I do want to make a quick announcement. Uh, post up who, if you don't know who he is and you're not following him, shame on you because he is um, a one one of the people I go to and his knowledge in regards to what's been going with the ABK deal is staggeringly fantastic. Well, he has just confirmed, folks, that he'll be joining us on Wednesday evenings, primetime gaming. While I was doing this show, I've been back and forth with him in DMs, and he has, conf- he has confirmed. Uh, he is going to uh, join us, and specifically what we're going to talk about is there was a story that dropped this morning from the EU Commission where they went back and they're starting to rewrite some of the uh, the changes into their laws. Sony might actually be investigated um, for uh, some, some uh, anti-consumer-type practices that we know that they have conducted for years. Um, and they went and they changed some things to potentially, uh, you know, you know, maybe all of this this screaming and crying and kicking that Sony has done to talk about where the victims. You know, I remember I told you they got, they walk in the court with the eye patch and the wrapped wrapped head and the crutch, and they're saying that the, that that's the guy that beat me up and, and they're the bully. I think I said it before and I'll say it again. I think that they might have opened Pandora's box, uh, and they might be in a bit of trouble. But I, I do want to. I do want to just, you know, shift over to what we learned. Sony, SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, and Jim Ryan and PlayStation have issued a no comment. Um, And this comes the way of MLEX, who reached out to them. And folks, guess what? They're not not speaking about it, uh, which is, you know, I'm not surprised. But at some point, you know, you can't put your head in the sand. You got to. You got to talk about this, um, and uh, I'm interested to get the, uh, the the panel's opinion on this. This is this is pretty interesting. Uh, this, you know, obviously, and I'm Dave. I'm going to go to you first. Um, you know, we just talked about whether or not they're going to sign the deal. Everyone has you know ranges of opinions, mm-hmm. but uh, Sony was out there uh, in communications trying to throw Microsoft under the bus day after day after day after day. Um, and when they learned, folks that the CMA has sided with Microsoft, all communications have stopped. Pretty, pretty interesting stuff here. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm interested to get your opinion on this, brother. In fact, you know what? Let, let, let me read the actual statement. Okay. MLEX has contacted Sony to get a statement with the CMA's positive response to today's purchase of the Activision and uh, uh, well, the Activision Blizzard King, uh, uh, you know, uh, scenario, and Sony has responded. Uh, they have responded, folks. 
Sony refuses to make any kind of statement on the subject. Uh, that's wow. That's that's uh, that's pretty crazy. That's kind of like a spoiled brat. You know, you you're stomping your feet and you're crossing your arms and you're gonna hold your breath until you turn blue. Um, now I, again, I I I think Jim Ryan was on the phone with uh with Phil Spencer and Microsoft. Personally, I would have let it go to the machine. And I'll call you back when I can. I, I wouldn't have answered right away. I'd be like, ah, you know, let it ring. I'll get back to you. Leave a message. I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the midst of uh, my victory lap, you know, in, in a little text, a little text bubble. I'll call you back in a few, Jim. Um, well, I mean, are you surprised by this, Dave? Well, um, in a way, you know, yes, because they've been so outspoken up to now. But uh, it's a possibility that uh, they've probably gone radio silent, as it were, um, you know, due to maybe somebody from Sony legal uh, department saying, look, um, you know, we need to um, take a step back, uh, you know, because uh, if if they didn't see anything in there uh, that they that merited their console excuse. And then now the you know, there's the FTC. um um, or excuse me, I shouldn't say that the 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 JFTC uh, is being asked by uh, Congress uh, several congressmen, congresswomen, uh, to look into the uh, Japanese trade uh, organization. Yep. That let them know, say, look, you know, some of these practices that you're doing in your country, you know, you know, really benefit uh, to an offset degree. Um, you know, the gaming market in Japan compared to any American, you know game companies trying to get a, a foothold or even a, you know a foot in the door really into the japanese market uh that needs to be looked at and they stepped away from the table saying that they will look into this and get back to them so that is huge um and with that you know <laughs> it, whether it's somebody in japan saying getting all the sony saying dude you guys really need to Let's let's calm this down just a little bit, or or let's reevaluate and figure out what our you know what our stance is going to be going forward. Which is probably most likely uh, what they're doing is you know if if so far this hasn't seemed to work, you know w- which we thought was going to, but then when they recalculated their numbers, they're like, oh, we don't really see a problem with that part. Then maybe now Sony is going to take a week or so to you know reformulate, replan, regroup. You know, what's still the better way to attack? Because, you know, until the deal is done, it's not done. So it's getting closer, that is for sure. And it's looking positive, that's for sure. But it's still not done. And until it is done, ink is signed, you know, approvals go forward. Till Phil has his big round table, you know, with everybody from ABK, because we know that's coming. We know they've already got plans for that. Um, you know, where they sit there and they do uh, the big sit-down interview with Phil you know, maybe even Satya Nadella may even join him for this one. You know, you never know. But uh, but when that happens, you know, then then things will be you know done and behind us. But until that date happens, um, you know, Sony is still going to continue to to work their advantage. You know, as as they feel like they should because they're the market leader, and they want to do everything they can to lessen the effect of market loss. So that yeah. may not be. You know, right away when the deal if the deal gets done tomorrow, they are not going to be 
not number one. They are still going to be the number one. Oh, it's going to take years, dude. It, it's going to exactly. take it again. They're, they're, look, I understand there are going to be some people in the chat that hate when I say this. You got to tip your cap to Sony because they make great games. They may not be your type of games. They're certainly my type of games. I don't like their business practices. Sure. Uh, I don't like how they nickel and dime us with upgrades that we have to pay $10 for when you get it free on the Xbox. I don't like the fact that they charge for crossplay. I don't like, there's a lot of things I don't like about what Sony does, which is why I don't like Sony. But I like PlayStation because they make the, those first person experiences that I enjoy. I enjoy those games. If you don't, I hear you. Um, but it, Microsoft isn't going to, is going to, it's not going to, you know, turn a switch. Oh, you know, at 3 p.m. tomorrow, Xbox, number one. It's just not going to happen like that. They still have to deliver on first-party games, which they're going to do this year. We've seen yep. it. Hellblade, the, the the demo, It's yes, it's a demo. That game is going to be fire. And I've heard some things behind the scenes that have it, uh, you know, um, you know, giving God of War a run for its money. And I, I hope that, in fact, is true. Um, Fable is going to be amazing. Avowed is going to be using Unreal Engine 5. We know that what that can do. Uh, this year, we have major first-party games coming out, so they still have to deliver before that happens. And when you can put Call of Duty on the box of your whatever Xbox is still going to be around, whether it's the X and the S or an upgraded version or their streaming box that's coming out potentially next year, when you can turn around and put Call of Duty on these things and have high-powered, high-caliber uh, first-party games, th that's when you're going to start to see the market shift. That's when you're going to start to see Sony kind of sliding a little bit, because I don't know if Sony can keep up the pace of what Xbox has uh, you know, has in the oven. I don't think that they can. Uh, and, if, and, and I pulled a story, folks. I saw it for myself. Sony has said in the CMA documents that Call of Duty is incredibly important to them and that they literally use the profits to fund their first-party development. If that's the case, then they're, they're doing it wrong. I'm going to be honest with you, and that's how you know they got lazy. Um, let's, uh, let's bring uh, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere into the conversation. Fuzzy, I want to get your hot take on this. <laughs> um, now, there is going to come a point where, you know, contracts have time limits, yeah. right? You know, you could offer something today that makes sense to your business. Like Microsoft says, hey, listen, we're going to give you, you know, in, in, before the CMA situation, we're willing to give you the, 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 the shirt off our back. We're going to give you 10 years. We're going to give you parity. We're not going to pull a Sony and do the the crappy you know uh you know modes held off for a year that sony is notorious for everyone's going to get the content we just want people playing the game because they're going to make money right. but at some point something like we're willing to put it in the playstation plus well then the cma decision comes and if i'm microsoft if i'm phil spencer that's the first thing that gets removed not to be a jerk but that's mm -hmm. business you're trying to get people to subscribe to xbox game pass and in order to do that you need to have something tasty in this buffet of games. And what's more tastier for some than Call of Duty? Yeah. Well, wait a second. PlayStation, you can you, you can buy it. Spend your 7643 in here in, in, in New York. Go ahead. Go ahead, buy the game. In fact, buy the $100 edition. We're making money. It's great. But if you're Microsoft, contracts and, you know, they change on the daily. 
Mm-hmm. My question to you, and before I get to you, brother, I, I I'm so sorry about the super chats. I'm I'm so in, entrenched in what's going on. I gotta get I gotta get to them before I, I before we get on out of here. Uh, Jerome yeah. TJ dropped several five dollar super chats, and the first one of the day he says, "Good morning, boom and panel. I think Diablo Four will be in Game Pass day one. If the deal is done, yes, it will be. It would be pretty awesome. Um, I would love to see the deal. See how I envision this, Jerome TJ." Um, is we know that E3 is going to be big for pretty much everyone. I'm expecting Sony's E3 to be like the year of dreams, that particular E3 where everyone was just falling over themselves, fainting in their chairs. I expect Sony to deliver that kind of an E3. But I also expect Microsoft to have a lot that they're going to show off. And I think that if, if I'm in the communications business for Microsoft... And I can get this deal done. The uh, Diablo 4 is scheduled to release on the 6th, mm-hmm. a week before E3. Right? If I'm working in communications, I'm definitely trying to put a plan together where you announce that the deal is done right before E3. You, you want that kind of monster momentum. Everyone's talking about Xbox. Everyone's talking about Call of Duty. Everyone's talking about Activision because now it's first party. And if you can line that up with, we just closed the deal. And the first game, one of the most anticipated game, if you look, look, go look on social media. See, again, it didn't hit for me and Mrs. Boom who really do like Diablo style games. But everyone is like, oh my God, it's my game of the year just based on the, the beta. If you can turn around and merge the, the the signing of the deal officially, and then you add that Diablo 4 is Xbox Game Pass day one before E3, <laughs> wow. Just wow. So that's a that's a good idea, brother. Uh Jordan TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat and says Mav thinks Ubisoft Plus might be added to Game Pass. I mean, it's possible. I mean, Ubisoft is in a bit of a pickle financially, um, and they don't have a lot of games releasing. They've announced a lot of stuff, but they also have canceled a lot of stuff. So if Microsoft can drop a bag and try and entice them to take this bag and offer an even more... I mean, could could you just imagine that? Ubisoft plus a part of Game Pass. I, 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 I mean, that, 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 that's, that's a rip off your clothes and streak down the uh, <laughs> painted green. Kind of okay, situation. Boom. Hey, listen, you know, I mean, I'm going to jail, folks, but it was for a good reason. <laughs> hey, um, I, I do want to make a interrupt you real, real quick. Uh, sure, again, uh, somebody in the chat was uh, called out the because we were talking about the you know about being at E3. Um, Sony and 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 Microsoft aren't going to have booths at E3 at, e, at on, on the floor on the show floor. They're correct, not, but they're going to they have their own presence. Uh, across yes. the street for for Sony, and then you know, and then of course there'll be all kinds of stuff that'll be dropping. Maybe even a state of play right around E three. So that's what mm-hmm. Boone means when he's talking about at E three. It's the E three time of season is mm-hmm. what is what that information is going to be dropped. So. Yeah, they, they've already said they're not they're not going to be involved with actually on the show floor because normally the way it works, at least it has been the last couple of years, is Microsoft has their own thing, right? They have mm-hmm. their show. Right, they have their fan fest event, which is the next day. Mm-hmm. But on the show floor of E3, 
they've always had a booth. That's not going to happen this year. I don't know why that is. I don't, I'm not sitting in on the business meetings. Maybe it doesn't make financial sense. I don't know what to tell you, but they're going to have a show that's been confirmed. And right after that show is going to be the Bethesda developer direct. So they're, they're going to be there. It's just not going to be part of E3 in the sense where they're on the show floor. So let's, I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, Brett Bingham, generous friend of the program, drops a $5 of chat and says, Jim and SIE closing their mouths now like, oh, closing their mouths now like a nun's legs after the regulatory committees are, uh, are looking more closely at their practices. You reap what you sow. Indeed, you do. Uh, Jose Rivera drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, love your work, boom. And that's very kind of you to say, Jose, thank you so much for the generosity, but the kind words are even more endearing. He goes on to say, and man, oh man, in games media coverage lately, just riddled with narrative uh, bias, be well. And he's not wrong. The hit pieces, uh, someone told me that once this deal is officially closed, the hit pieces are going to be flying left, right, and center. And if that, in fact, is the case, uh, I will no, I will no longer be clicking on those sites. If I see that, uh, and I see this as a 2014 kind of a scenario, or 2013 scenario, um, I will narrow my usage of uh, of any of these sites because I'm not going to support that kind of rhetoric. Um, you dropped a very generous two pound super chat and says, when do you think Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox? The rumor uh, you is uh, next month. I don't know when next month. I read a couple of places that are going based on a Twitter user who has who does leaks. That's his thing. Um, he thinks it's mid-April. I mean, take it with a grain of salt. And so someone, until I hear something from a, someone that I know, I, I, I have no idea, but I would imagine um, we could look to April. And if it transpires, then the guy was right. And that's awesome. If it doesn't, maybe it's an announcement for E3, you know, a big announcement, you know, a big Splinter Cell exclusive, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a situation. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Brett Bingham drops an additional $5 of chat and says, I told you a few weeks ago, boom. SIE wants to control the narrative and make Microsoft look like the bad guy. Their fans are too loyal to call them out, and that is very true. We also have uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional $2 Super Chat and says, don't forget the Super Chats, and I didn't, brother. Trust me, I get very disappointed with myself when I do. Uh, Highlander001 drops a very generous $5 Super Chat and says, Newell was at the funeral for Satya's Nadal's son. Yes, he was. So what does that say about Gabe's relationship with Satya Nadal and Phil Spencer? I mean, he wouldn't be there unless he cared. I don't know how many how many high profile people were there. It's a very sad event. I mean, if he didn't care, he wouldn't be there. And obviously, he wouldn't have made the statement about uh, needing a contract. Um, you know, when he was when they were he specifically asked about. Uh, listen, we we don't need a contract. Microsoft says what they're going to do. They do what they do. So. Um, interesting point though. Uh, Lady Foxfire, hey Lady Foxfire, thanks so much for the generous five dollars super chat and thank you for supporting the channel as you always have. She says, Hi, boom, and everyone, hope you're doing well. Just wanted to say RIP to the th- 3DS Wii U eShop that closes later today, and most physical games will go up. Yeah, of course, they are. The minute the eShop closes, and that's that's Man, that's so Nintendo, man. That's that. I love them and I hate them at the same time. They just do such crappy things. Um, I don't know. Very sad indeed. But listen, 
Uh, Fuzzy, let's get your hot take on this. Um, <laughs> what, what, where do you personally feel this is going to go? Because, like I said, contracts or offers on contracts, they have an expiration date. Um, and I, I would imagine that before the CMA, which we thought was going to be the one to oppose this deal, like to really, uh, we've heard, we've had numerous people come on the show and be like, nope, they're gonna, they don't don't believe them. They're gonna they're gonna block this deal. They've never done this. They've, they've never gone back on their words. And well, like I said, like I said to that, you know, to several people that we've had on the show, this is an unusual situation. Um, yeah. This is you know where. Do you think they can stay quiet for much longer? I I think they'll stay quiet at least until the deal is sealed kind of thing, mm. like hold off on doing a showcase type of deal. I don't think they're going to talk about if or when they'll sign the contract, which I don't think they will. But I, I think what it comes down to, yesterday's price is not today's price. And I, I know Phil is a uh, sharp businessman, but uh, you know a, a dark side of him would be a little nice at this point, where it's like, oh yeah, you know that wholesale price that you were going to get eh, for you know having it on you know PS Plus, and eh, maybe that goes up a few few notches, you know the cost of acquisition, blah 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 <laughs> type of thing. No, but I I I I hope Phil doesn't try to put the screws too much to him because remember. They own Bungie, and he's a uh, Destiny stand, so they could always turn the screws <laughs> against him, as far as that's concerned. But um, yeah, when it when it comes to this whole deal, as far as uh, with contract that they may or may not sign type of deal, I I think it winds up being one of those deals where they get the basic stuff that Phil had already talked about in public and everything. I don't think. Microsoft wants to come across as the not so nice guy, considering right. they probably got a couple more deals in the back pocket, you know, Sega and you know, maybe a few others that they're looking at, hopefully. But um I I, I think it is one of those things where some of the language before of not having exclusive content, let's say, gets I guess a little stretched. And what I mean by that is would it hurt if there was a Halo skin in Call of Duty or Halo weapons in Call of Duty, you know, for just either special events or or as like, you know, Game Pass perk type things or something along those lines. I, I don't think that that would be too much of a, a, a issue. Now, sure, of course, an exclusive map, unless the map is like one from like Gears of War or Halo or something like that. But that, you know... I, I would like to see some of that type of stuff, but not to the extent where it's like it, it puts uh, Microsoft as a whole in a bad light. But some of those things that are more, you know, Xbox brand centric, they should totally do those as far as like some of the stuff that they'll have that they kind of said they wouldn't. But they didn't really go into the specifics on on things that are, you know, brand centric, because look at look at uh, Sony as far as making, you know, Spider-Man exclusive to playstation platform on a third party game with the avengers i mean yeah the avengers didn't do so hot but nonetheless they've done plenty of stuff along those lines as well as you know special maps for a year and all that i don't think microsoft needs to do special maps for a year or like additional maps for a year uh access in comparison just ones that are solely from the brand like hey you're a uh, xbox customer that has halo and gears Here's a couple of maps that you could put in your rotation for some of the the multi uh, uh, multiplayer matches and stuff like that. But 
outside of that, I, I think Sony just kind of quietly accepts Microsoft putting on a parody version of Call of Duty on their console and don't speak about it too much because they'll just advertise the, for for Xbox. So, you know, hopefully hopefully they, they you know, get things sorted on their end. But, um, yeah, I, I think they take what Microsoft gives them. It's great that they don't necessarily need a contract over at, at Valve, but, you know, Sony doesn't technically need one either, but, you know, they, they brought it on themselves, you know, raising such a big stink so it's up to them now <laughs> well i mean you know I, again the, the the this is where the arrogance comes in folks uh this is where the arrogance factor comes in and 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 ultimately might hurt sony in the long run uh we're going to specifically go into that on uh wednesday's um primetime gaming where we're going to have a special guest in post up uh and we're going to potentially talk about the ramifications of of sony's pandering uh, you know, to uh, our regulators around the world. I mean, obviously, we do have uh, information that was brought to our attention early Friday morning from Destin Legary uh, on his YouTube channel, where so it was been it had been confirmed that Sony has been lobbying in Washington against the Activision Blizzard deal, and it seems like they got some attention. Unfortunately, it was not the attention that they wanted. Um, and we're going to get into whether or not uh, the information that is being provided by Sony to the FTC judge is going to expose their anti-consumer, anti-competitive behavior. And if, in fact, that is exposed, what happens next? We're going we're, we're to have a great, great conversation. Obviously, we're going to be covering this at some point or another. We're going to be talking about games because there's a lot to get into with the DLC coming for Forza. I cannot wait for that. That looks amazing. Um, there's a lot of other things going on. Who's playing Resident Evil? I'm up to Chapter 6. My God, it's so good. I can't stop. Mm -hmm. And I, that even moved me away from playing Halo. I hit level 76, and I started playing Resident. And it's, the, 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 the problem with trying to find time for games is real, folks. But let's get Crazy Lou's final opinion on this. Crazy Lou, what do you think happens next? Um, do you think Sony's silence is deafening? But more importantly, will it hurt them? Hmm. <laughs> will it hurt them? I mean, they're already hurt. <laughs> it's this this thing is hitting them hard. I mean, wow, CMA, they were hoping that CMA would have would have gone on their side, and they're still hoping that others will be on their side. But hey, nobody, I mean, nobody. It's amazing that nobody has been on their side about this deal. And only FTC. I mean, we're just seeing that the FTC is putting like a lot of things out there that I'm like, huh, I'm still not getting why they're putting things out there. But yes, this deal is hurting them a lot. Their silence shows it because really right now, I said it before, they're, sit they, they're, they, they're sitting down. They're, they're probably knocking their knees because they don't know what the heck is going to happen because the structure they had before, the structure, the power, the dominance, everything they had before just came crumbling down like nothing it's just it just became a big disaster for them because hey they're the dominant ones they're the ones you know who had everything under their grasp they and having all that stuff under their grasp you know and seeing this thing just go down the hill because it's going to give microsoft a playing field now because they're going to be negotiating also with these third-party developers like they used to negotiate before. I mean, Sony used to grab these third-party developers to get their titles, 
you know, and get their exclusive content on their console, all this stuff. Because why? They were number one. And they had their rules. And probably that's why, because I, I did mention this last week on, on XBI. I, I talked about this last week. On, on If a company is dominant, on how they would treat the others that are below them. I mean, they probably have their own standard rules. They got their own, you know, standard deals. Like, and they don't give these developers room to negotiate. I'm just saying this is a probably because, and they wrote an article two weeks ago that they came came out of anonymous, and they were talking about a little bit, throwing a little bit of salt on how Sony deals things. So, like I said, their their structure, everything right now they used to have just went downhill because once Microsoft gets on that same level playing field as they are third-party developers will be able to negotiate on both sides and to get the better deal. And that's what Sony does not want. That's what's actually scares, scared them not losing number one, because I don't tell you something though. They got the way to compete. They got it. They have a way to compete. They have a way to get there because, Hey, remember when PlayStation came out back in the day, they, re they did an awesome job. They got the marketing. They did pretty good stuff. I mean, I remember <laughs> Crash Bandicoot going into the Nintendo and shouting at them. I mean, PlayStation did really well. They got they got all that stuff handled down. And for Microsoft to take that spot, of course, it's going to be a couple years. But once but once that they get to that same level field, it's going to be interesting because hey, as consumers, we're going to get the best of it. That's the truth. Third-party developers are going to get the best of it. That's true. And hey, Really, I want to see what's going to come next with Sony because really Sony right now knocking on their knees thinking, where are we going to go? What are we going to do next? Really, it's it's uh, it's it's been super, like said, it's, super, it's been like an amazing week for, for Microsoft won that and really cannot wait to just see more what's going to happen. Look, I, I'll say this from from me personally. And if you're tired, folks, of hearing me talk about Banjo-Kazooie. I'm sorry, I'm a nerd. What can I tell you? Uh, I really appreciate family games. I, I I love the death and mayhem and that you can do in something like a, a Call of Duty or a Titanfall or a Halo. It's that's great. But at some point, I kind of like something I like sitting down to play a platformer because I'm old and I grew up on platformers. So I, I, I appreciate where they came from. Um for me personally, yes, the Call of Duty thing is a big deal. But I'm more interested on two fronts. The human factor being, and it should be the talking point. The people at Activision Blizzard King are no longer going to be under the dictatorship of Bobby Kotick. He's going to be removed. And someone like potentially a Sarah Bond could easily and efficiently run Activision as the CEO or even like a Lulu Chang for that matter, which she has incredible skills, talents, and you know, she knows she knows the business. I can't wait for a time where you hear that ideologies have changed in the way that they handle and treat their employees. That should be the first part that we discuss. For me, secondly, and the most exciting thing is all of the studios, eight of which have have made games in the past that are legendary IP of legendary games are no longer going to be stuck working on just Call of Duty. Microsoft is probably going to keep Infinity Ward working on them. We know Infinity Ward and Treyarch are supposedly, the rumor is, working on two 
separate open world first person uh space games based on uh like mass effect now that gets me excited because i'm a mass effect stan and if you can deliver a new ip that you know gives you an open world you know galaxy troping kind of a situation with these two studios i'm excited and you can and you'll get that because call of duty is probably going to be i don't know if it's going to be if it's going to be annual like it used to be i don't think it should be i think call of duty could live in Warzone and Warzone 2 and whatever else they want to do and have the main lines come out every other year you know what i'm saying allowing for other development of new ip so we'll, we'll see what happens with that real quick before we get to outros folks we had over 600 people here which is amazing so thank you so much for tuning in um hopefully if you're not already subscribed because according to the the stats 18 percent of people who tune into these live shows are not subbed and i would appreciate if you consider subscribing to the channel that would be pretty dope uh dreadful sean who's been a channel member for two months drops it wow an outstanding ridiculous 20 dollars super chat and says i think they should do console specific skins maps and put it on on the playstation version show ps fans what they're missing on the competitor's console i mean that's well i mean look I'm not saying that there shouldn't be a Master Chief skin in Call of Duty. I'm not saying that there shouldn't be because I would, I would, I would buy that. I, I would buy a Doom Guy skin for Call of Duty. Hell, I would even play Call of Duty online if they had that. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, being that they're not, uh, it has been confirmed by two major regulate re regulators in the in the, in in Europe. In the UK and the, and the, and the, and the EU, that there is not going to come to harm to the console industry over this. I guess all bets are off. Uh, we, we'll see. Highlander Double One drops uh, a very ge generous uh, two dollars super chat. And says you missed my ten dollars super chat. Did I? It's right oh. below. I, I, I read it. Oh, Thank sorry you. about that, Highlander. Oh my goodness, sorry about I, that. He drops a very generous additional ten dollars super chat and says. Um, this afternoon booming panel, Jim Ryan should take the deal that Microsoft has offered. You know that DM I sent you that the CMA is okay with Microsoft making Call of Duty a times exclusive or leaving out features from PlayStation 5. That is absolutely correct. Uh, Highlander did drop that into the uh, into my DM where it does, in fact, the CMA does say that where Microsoft could, in fact, invoke a times exclusivity for call of duty they, they won't it's it's literally millions of dollars leaving on the table it is going to come out there's going to be parity it is going to run just as good on playstation 5 as it's going to run on xbox this is not a sony situation that we saw with like callisto protocol when they sent their 50 developers to help uh finish it and oh i don't know some features weren't available on xbox i wonder how that happened um so no they're going to play nice they're going to do things the right way. And with Phil Spencer in charge, there's not going to be any shenanigans. This isn't Jim Ryan is a villain. I'm sorry. He's like the guy twirling the mustache. That That's Jim Ryan for you. Sorry. Um, Phil Spencer is not that. He's a businessman and he's a good businessman, but he's not going to pull a Sony. They're going to allow for other players because the last thing that they want, and they actually have said this, is they don't want the reputation of, of gumming up the PlayStation version because it's not going to look good for PR. It's going to be just, terrible so i don't think they're gonna do that but listen let's get to the outros web dave you had an incredible show yesterday 
with the Gamer Gamers uh, 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 Council podcast. You had Hargeet Chani on. Yep. And for your own small show that literally only started a couple of weeks ago, you broke some records. You had over 50 people in the live chat. That is awesome. I was one of those people, uh, and I was checking it out. Hargeet, you know, his big cheese smile was on display as always. Uh, talk <laughs> yep. about that. And more importantly, where could people subscribe to you on YouTube to help you get up to 1K? Well, I just dropped the link in chat just now. So if you want to click on it or open up a tab and click on it, that way you don't go away from this show. But uh, please subscribe. That would be great. We appreciate it so much. We're about uh, 15 away from set reaching 700. So that's cool. So nice, we're, we're toward. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Retri's doing a, a great job on the show as well. I really enjoy having him as a, as a partner in this. And, uh, and yeah, we, uh, that's, we've already had like, um, on the replay side, we've already had over 400, uh, views from the show from last night uh so people are watching it even though you know, they didn't watch it necessarily live so that's cool but uh but yeah so it's 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 been really good really fun also uh the other show that i do uh outbreak cameras um new episode dropped today uh it's uh 108 uh, dragons tv um good dude he is he's quite a character and uh, it's all out there for you to see uh so yeah you'll i think you'll enjoy that a lot he's he's a he's a great guy great uh, uh community uh member and then uh, next week's episode, next Monday, it's already in the can and recorded, is Luke Steele. And we ah, get into nice. it. It's awesome. Yes. It's, it's a great episode. So he's a really fascinating cat, too. So definitely definitely tune in for that one. And he also uh, made a point to, to make sure that I told you, Boom, that um, you know if you need him for stuff coming up, let him know. Send him out yes, to, yeah, him out I'm gonna, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to have him on. As a matter of fact, maybe I'll try and get him on with post up on Wednesday, I'll reach out to look like the, 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 the prime time, it fits his, his schedule, but we'll, we'll yeah. definitely thank you so much for that. But uh, listen, Dave, great interview today. Went away thank dragons you. TV. Good dude. Uh, very yeah. animated for yeah. sure. And it's I will get merch. to the merch. Yes, I will get to the merch. I promise folks. I've been <laughs> sipping, I've been sipping tears of joy from Xbox <laughs> gamers all morning. And quite frankly, they're delicious. I'm going to be honest with you. And my tears were in there as well. Crazy Lou gaming. Let's sell the brand of the Xbox International Podcast. That group of crazy dudes over there deliver a great show each and every week. You guys really, really uh, do a good show. And uh, how close are you to hitting 1K, sir? Because I think that, that we can hit that right now if you drop the link in there. All right, let me drop the link real fast here. I just dropped it in. Where you can find me, you can find me at Twitter, Crazy Louis Gaming, where I do good morning videos and all sorts of the, that crazy stuff. Also here at noon, Xbox Lunch Mix Special, hanging out with you guys. And I got something new going on, which is going to be on Tuesdays. And sometimes around the week, it's going to be called Playing With Crazy, where I'm going to be playing scary games. So everybody, so everybody could jump in, enjoy watching me scared, and throw the the what's it called the headphones away, man. Because really, <laughs> oh man, last week was insane. Oh my god. Ah, oh. and also you can find and last but not least, Xbox International Podcast, 7 p.m. ET Wednesdays with Silent Cypher, Sour Blow. And the big boom. And this week, we're having an awesome guest. We're having the ecstasies nice. on the show. Nice. Yep. Now, good stuff, brother. Definitely. Now, how close do you guys hit 1K? Oh, we're right now in 917. So that means we're 83 away. Hey, come on, folks. <laughs> There's more than 83 people here. Crazy Lou is a great dude. Uh, they do great work over at the Xbox International Podcast. 
I, I, I really do. I wouldn't have these gentlemen on the show if they didn't bring an incredible amount of worth to the community. And that's the most important thing. Uh, they don't use clickbait. They don't use hate, hate-driven content to get you to sub like some other people. Please subscribe to everyone. And speaking of subscribing, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, this is going to be a big uh, week for you personally because you <laughs> are the number one source for anything and everything in the racing genre. Talk about where people can subscribe to so you hear your hot take thoughts on the new DLC dropping for Forza Horizon 5. Oh, I just want to say thank you for having me on. And, and for, for those that want to hear like all of my takes on anything racing or, or gaming related in general, some of my rambles, just follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Same thing on YouTube. Just search for fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, we'll definitely be diving into the DLC tomorrow. And then on Sunday, we'll be joining uh, Web Dave and Retri on uh, the Gamers Council uh, to discuss some of my thoughts and, and whatever the, the chat wants to bring up as well on uh, Forza Horizon and that new DLC. Definitely looking forward to that. But uh, also good. looking forward to being here on Friday morning on uh, the yeah. uh, Breakfast with Boom. So everybody here, look forward to seeing you there 10 a.m. on Friday morning. But, yep. Man, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Looking forward to that. That's, yeah, that's going to be, again, we're, we're building the shows as we speak. I would imagine there's going to be more uh, hot take information coming out uh, this week, and we will we, be delivering it uh, each and every week. I'll be sitting down um, with, uh, you know, great panels of great people, um, and I can't I can't wait to, you know, let, let the week play out. This was a great way to start. Uh, and again, if you are new and you're finding the channel for the first time, please consider subscribing. But before we get everyone out of here, folks, and I thank everyone, as I always do. I want to drop a commercial that was made for me by Sean Labrie, the very talented artist, um, letting everyone know that we do have a merch store. We launched it a couple of weekends ago, and we've seen unbelievable uh, outcry of support. So thank you so much for that. And for the remainder of the month, there is a, a 15% discount you can get off your entire order by using the code word BOOMSTICK in all caps when you check out. And check this out, folks. And there you go, folks. There is the commercial, and the link is in the chat if you want to get your your hands on the hot, hotly designed uh, merch from uh, the uh, the Richter and Ben Kenobi and Sean Labrie of Twitter. You can go and check out all the designs at uh, teespring.com. The link is right there. And again, 15% off of your total purchase by using the code BOOMSTICK. Uh, I want to thank all the Super Chats that came in. Honestly, uh, those super chats outside of buying equipment and keeping us up to date with the new programs to allow for us to make these shows. Uh, we spent a significant amount uh, of money on the artwork for the merch, uh, as well as the look of the channel, which has changed. As you can see, uh, thanks to Sean Labrie, we are making one unified look for Double Barrel Gaming. And I have something else coming in the form of new artwork for all of the thumbnails uh i was back and forth all weekend with sean 
and we finally came in on the design. They look phenomenal. So you're going to see the thumbnails get an updated look as well. And uh, I can't do any of that without the chat, without the, the help of Super Chats, as well as channel memberships. So Mrs. Boomstick and I want to say a big thank you for that. And, of course, for Web Dave, for Crazy Lou Gaming, for Fuzzy Belvedere, this has been the new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. And, of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully one day it will be important to you. That's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. Yeah.